Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello, welcome and welcome back. Shabbat Shalom. I hope that you are enjoying your Sabbath. This is another Sabbath lesson. We are still in the book, um, Second Kings, aka Two Kings. Um, we are on outline slash reading number six. Now, um, remember, I'm doing um, all 25 chapters in groups of three. And this is the sixth one, which consists of 16, 17, and 18. So um, we will be doing that reading. I'm still in the middle of um, whether I should cliff note the Chronicles. And I probably will, because you're listening to um, a lot of what these kings did. But I believe like the Chronicles just breaks down exactly what they was doing in terms of um, being knuckleheads or not but we'll figure it out when I get there. Um, I want to say this before I um, delve into this lesson. I want to give my husband a shout out simply because when I do these readings and when I do daily lessons and food for thought or whatever it is, it's a group effort. It's not just me doing everything. Like I said, even though I'm a one woman show as far as me just gathering information and just uploading, but back here is a well-oiled machine with the exception of this old computer because <laughs> I refuse to buy a new computer and then have to buy each and every program when I have a technical person that could just deal with my computer. I just don't want to do that. But anyway, I am... Um, I am a one woman show when it comes down to reading these things and doing it. And um, in the future, I will be having like discussions with other people here. I used to do that when I first started uploading and it was just a mess. It turned into a, <laughs> I have to laugh because <laughs> it just turned into, okay, I don't, I don't know how, old, you know, um, I don't know how old at any moment the people are uh, that listen to me, but we used to have something called the party line way back in the days. This was like in the 80s and everybody used to be talking at the same time. That's how raw this was in the beginning. It was so raw. I had to take the first, um, a lot of the first season out. So you don't really see the first season, even though I have it. But it was like a free for all. Everybody was talking at the same time. I was trying to get people to stop talking. Then I was turning off people's mics. It was just weird. Okay, because that was like the first time um, that I ever did it. And like, when I have like, 
we could have group chats or we I could be at somebody's house and we'll all be talking about the Bible. We are all talking at the same time. Half the time you can't hear what the person's saying. This another person can't uh, reply uh, properly because other other people keep talking. And then um, while you're talking and I'm talking, we can't hear each other and process and answer. So it's like a party. Everybody's talking at the same time. You're answering um, questions half behind because somebody else is talking and then they want you to answer that question and then it goes into something else. It was a mess. Um, I say that to say, since I continue to grow, um, I just started um, just having more um, of a controlled atmosphere. It's more controlled. When I'm talking, nobody talks because I can't teach you nothing if you keep talking on top of me. So it's like that now. Um, and I think it's, you know, just like everybody else's uh, platform, like if you have 50 people coming at you, naturally you're not going to be able to answer everybody's questions. Um I have a set of questions. And then um, after I started getting a little more into it, I would mute everybody. I would say everything I need to say. And then at the end of the lesson, I would um, upload questions. But you you know, you know, would see it, um, somebody raising their hand on Zoom, because I always did it on Zoom. Somebody would be raising their hand on Zoom. And then I would unmute and then you ask your question. If the question is long, then I would just upload the question or whatever it is. That's why I always say, write me, because then I could give you all the resources and whatever. It's not just me answering the question. I'm giving you receipts with the resources that I provide. Um, I think at this time, people who listen to me pretty much know that I'm not just going to answer a question. You just listen to it like that. Oh, yeah, okay, just believe it like that. I am going to provide information. I can give you resources as to where you can find the information. I usually just mention it. You do the, do the research. I'm not going to give you everything because if I give you everything, then you're not going to do anything. And the point of this whole um, lesson and platform is for you to search for the most high, for you to have the zeal for the most high, for you to have the love and desire to search for the most high for your own benefit. Cause the most high don't need us. We need him. We need to connect with him. We need to walk through this life with him because it's going to be a whole bunch of stuff going on and coming down the pike. And the most high says a lot of things. He says a lot of things in terms of um, the tribulation and how horrific it's going to be. Cause it's really going to stop people's hearts. It is. And, I'm not talking about, oh, I'm going to have a heart attack. I'm talking about everything you've ever known is going to be turned upside down. Because the Most High said he's going to shake the foundations. And you're not going to be able to know what to do if you're not in his word. So I say all that to say, I can't do this by myself. Even though I'm talking by myself and, you know, once in a while you'll hear somebody and I'm, I'm not doing this by myself. Behind the scenes, my husband's doing stuff. We have to coordinate and stuff like that. Cause there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes and you know, once in a while you'll hear a peep out of my husband, <laughs> one or two words. Cause he really doesn't like to get, um, on this microphone. I don't have no problem getting on the microphone, but, um, he is perfectly, um, comfortable and confident in the background. 
Um, he has a strong uh, belief and a strong uh, walk with the Most High too. But he he it doesn't matter um, whether or not he gets on and and speaks about this. But he is definitely a support and a tremendous help to me when it comes down to resources. When it comes down to um, if I forget something, because like I said, I'm I got tunnel vision when I'm saying certain things I do because I have to get I have to give myself a second to think about um, certain things if I'm connecting books and bridges in my head because it's so much stuff that I'm um, looking at while I'm talking to you I'm looking at it in my foresight as to where it is and sometimes I'll forget it or if I'll throw out a name that is not correct I have to come back and then say okay it's this on the next lesson that's how the tunnel vision is because I have a certain thing that I want to tell you I don't want to be all over the place um so he's usually um good with that so if I you know if I can't remember something he's usually there and then uh for the most part um praise y'all hallelujah the most high will pop that into my head because I love the fact that he uh, the Most High brings things to my remembrance. That's what the Ruach does, because you could forget it, but the uh, the Ruach will bring it right to your remembrance if I keep talking. So a lot of times that happens, praise y'all. But I just wanted to give him a shout out, and I just wanted to thank him for being a part of this podcast. And, uh, you know, behind the scenes. And I am so grateful to him. So with that being said... I want to um, start on this um, outline slash reading number six, which consists of chapters 16, 17, and 18. I am not going to um, uh, give you a uh, recap of last week, not unless I have to. I'm, you know, just talking about that just makes things longer. Um so I'm not going to give you a, a recap, but I'm going to keep moving. If there's something that you need to know, then you could go and refer to last week's um, Sabbath lesson. And then, you know, you'll be able to um, reacquaint yourself with uh, what I read. Okay. So hold on a minute. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm trying to mute something. Now, we're going to start this reading. Like I said, let me give you the highlights of uh, chapter 16. And um, verses 1 through 4 is Ahaz's wicked reign. 5 through 9 is Ahaz's 
a sale by Resin and Pika Hyas Tislath Tiglath Pilesser against them. Verses 10 through 16, Ahaz sending a pattern of an altar from Damascus to Uriah diverts the brazen altar to his own devotions. Verses 17 through 18, he spoils the temple. Verses 19 through 20, Hezekiah succeeds him. Now, remember, we are going through the kings. And like I said last week, it's like a relay race. One king um, transfers the baton to the other king, depending on how wicked or how righteous he was. And it gives you a little bit of information, the highlighted information, kind of like Cliff Note information of the major things that they've done. Because there's no way that they could give you everything in this Bible. And as a matter of fact, there is another book that just talks about all of the um, the kings and their wars and all that. And that's um, the book of, oh gosh, let me try to think of what it is. Um, um, I can't remember the book. Uh I can't remember the book off the top of my head, but there is a book that just tells you about all the kings. I mean, this is a, it's a little something, something in the Chronicles, but there's really something. I mean, um, there's another book that talks about all the wars and how, you know, the, the king within the, those wars, there were various kings that was going through those wars. So it gives you all of that. Gosh, I forgot off the top of my head, but I, I'll give you the information when I either at the end of this lesson or um at the next lesson i'll tell you exactly which book it is but anyway okay so we're talking about ahaz and his uh reign over yahuda remember there's two um kingdoms that split you already know that um the most high split the kingdoms because of the insubordination of the children of israel now remember everything uh that the children did or didn't do is because or didn't get to do, I would say. Either they did something wicked or they didn't get to do something righteous because they was being wicked because they didn't listen. Everything is about not listening um, concerning the children of Israel because they don't listen to the Most High. This is why we all in the position we in now. Slavery, jail, uh, people treating you bad, people doing all kinds of stuff to you, you being a byword, um, everything is because the children of Israel did not listen. Okay, and no other nation aside from the true children of Israel with the blood running through their veins from their forefather, Yaakov, who people call Jacob, you know who they are. And I don't care where they are, they are being held in subjection. They are subjected, they are subjugated, they are um, um, in the land of their captivities. And wherever they are, they have nothing but strife right now right now in 2023 right now that's in africa that's in the european nations is in all the nations because the most high said that he was going to scatter the people and he did not only did he scatter the people he covered the people so it's a double-edged sword he scattered them and he covered them but there's going to be a time when they're going to be uncovered and when they are uncovered that's how close yahshua is going to come here because once they uncovered they're not protected anymore Okay, and we're going to get to that when we get to the New Testament. I just want y'all to know that this is no game. This is not fake. 
this is all truth. I can't even say fact. I could say true facts because facts change when more information becomes available. But as far as the information really becoming available and really being crystal clear to people, once they find out who the true children of Israel are, it's going to be war. That's what it is. And there's books that even say it, prophetic books that even say it. I'm, I'm going to give you one of the books, The uh, Apocalypse of Elisha. Now, remember, Elijah did not die in the Old Testament. The Most High came and got him. Not only did Elijah um, didn't die the first time when he was brought up in the Old Testament, when he came back down in the New Testament as um, Yachanan the Immerser, who people call John the Baptist, his spirit came into that fleshly body um that king cut his head off and guess what he'll be back down here again okay okay because he is one of the olive branches and we're gonna get all into that right now we're gonna get into that later because this is how serious all this is this is not a game this is not a game and i would never those people who know me i would never waste my time on nothing like this uh-uh i would never never I feel like this is important to the every ounce of my being. I feel like bringing people to the truth is very important. So we got to do this. We go through this. I'm going to take my time and do it. My husband's going to support me and whoever else is. And we're going to do this together because at the end of everything, you're going to know the truth and it's going to make you free. That's what I was saying. In the 17th year of Pekaya, the son of Remaliah, Ahaz, the son of Jotham, king of Yahuda, became king. Ahaz was 20 years old when he became king. Hold on. And he reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. He did not do what was right in the sight of the Most High, okay? Nor uh, did he do right in the sight of his ancestor David. Hold on. Okay, who was the king? So, you know, these are David's descendants directly, uh, Yehuda. Okay. Instead, he walked in the way of the idolatrous kings of Yasharel. So he followed the other line. Oh, the most high gonna get all over them. Anyway, and even made his son pass through the fire as a human sacrifice. Now, look, I'm gonna say this. There's nothing worse than idolatry there's it, it's right up there idolatry is right up there because it's like a slap in the face to the most high now remember the most high is life and what he did was bless us with life because nobody could bring life in without his okay i don't care what you're doing i don't care what these human beings believe that they could do with science and and splicing dna the only thing the only one who could bring life and allow it to come is the most high and i'm gonna tell you this whether it's good or bad, the Most High will allow it. And guess what? It will be counted against you. And I'm going to prove to you that this is true. When the fallen angels came down, started having sex with the uh, daughters of men, the Most High said in the book of Enoch, I'm going to let you have these kids, but it's going to be a sin. It's going to count um, It's going to count as a sin to you. Okay. That's going to count as, as a sin. And when the, when the, um, when, uh, spirit and flesh got together and there's no soul that's why they became giants okay then nephilim and they kept mixing and mixing with humans 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 and the most high killed them off and um 
took the took the flesh away and they became um sinister spirits wicked spirits so that's what's on this earth that's number one number two they continue to have like i said the humans kept uh mixing with them mixing 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 and then they became different nations and this is how they have this is why i say there's different things that look like humans but on a dna level they're not Okay, I don't care if it's 3%, 2%, 5%, 15%. It's not human. And the Most High is going to get people for that. He will allow your sins to flourish. Okay, the workings of your sin is going to continue to flourish until guess what? The payment of sin is death. So this king right here was idolatrous that means he slapped the most high in the face remember he's a child of israel in yahuda side he slapped the most high in the face by going and worshiping stones and and rocks and whatever else and he sacrificed his own child to the rock or the stone or the uh the pole the astaroth pole or whatever it was that's what he did and nine times out of ten whatever's in there is a wicked spirit uh-huh because they can um invade and um possess i don't care what it is because there's books that the devil became water and if they if you don't believe there's wicked spirits in water you better start doing some reading they in waters rocks different lands they everywhere so what this wicked king did is sacrifice his son to rocks he took his child's life and I'm going to tell you how the average person, and I'm talking about everybody, not only the children of Israel, I'm just going to talk about everybody right now. This is just a little bit of this lesson that I'm going to give you. I'm, I'm not going to do the lesson now because I'm still working on the lesson, but I will say this, the ultimate power, because people want money, they want power, and what money and power gives them respect, prestige, um, privilege, all of that, right? And that's what they want um on this earth right now so the devil allows them to have this power but you got to give the devil something you're not gonna get it for free now you already know that the devil doesn't like you since the beginning okay the devil don't like you from the beginning the book of genesis the book of adam and eve the cave of treasures i don't care what you read apocalypse of um abraham i don't care what you read you know that the devil does not like you even his own children he don't like because guess what he don't like flesh and he don't like your soul. He doesn't like it. So when you, when he's giving you everything your fleshly desires um, crave, you're giving him some. Even if you think you're not, because first of all, you're going to be in delusion when you start listening to him. That's why in the book of Apocalypse of um, Abraham, the angel told Abraham, don't listen to him. Because once he listens, once you listen to him, he got you. So you're going to be in delusion. And that's why I always call people dumb criminals because the minute you start listening to the devil, the devil will tell you, oh yeah, everybody else messed up on that. But you're not because you're too smart for that. So he's putting you in delusion, having you thinking that you can do whatever the other person or other people like you because you know this is not the first time somebody's trying to get money and power to get the respect and prestige and privilege. It's not the first time. So we already know we in Esau's land or Esau's world. We in Esau's world. In the United States is Esau's land, honey. 
Because anything goes. Remember, this is the daughter of Babylon. Okay? And the daughter of Babylon happens to be Sodom and Gomorrah and, and uh, Mizraim. Okay? Bondage and Sodom and Gomorrah. I did a lesson on that. Anyway. Anything goes here. But you want power and prestige. And what gives you power and prestige? Money. So everybody is looking for money to be the power and the prestige like this king. Because he had the power, the prestige, and the money of wealth but the devil will give you that but you definitely got to give him something else there will be a sacrifice you will be sacrificing yourself for this so remember this is esau's time in esau's time you might live 60 70 80 you if you lucky 90 or 100 but guess what after that that's it for you and then you got to see the most high okay so I say all this to say, sacrificing your children and doing idolatry and all that, that's against the law, the statutes, the precepts, and the commands. It's in the law, it's in the commands, and it's, it's in every statute and precepts that the Most High says out of his mouth. So you already, you just messing up all around. So that's what this king did. This king did this because he turned away from the most high he turned his face from the most high who gave him life and he gave his life over to death that's what he did so that's how powerful and how horrific it is for him sucks to be him i can't even imagine what's happening to him right now <laughs> anyway so this king was idolatrous and he made his son pass through the fire, meaning he got killed. They burned him up. Yes. And um, we see this in TV shows and all kinds of stuff. Like that TV show, If um, I don't know how many people saw it, it who's listening to me, but um, Game of Thrones, when I forgot which season, but it was towards the last season, when they burned that little girl in the fire, thinking that they was, um, they were sacrificing her, thinking that they was going to win this war, and they never did. This is the nonsense that people do. I told you, you in delusion when you when you thinking all of that. And these are the children of Israel. I just, I don't get it, but this is exactly what happened. So he made his son go through the fire, meaning he got burned up. He sacrificed his son through fire. Um, in accordance with the repulsive and idolatrous practices of the pagan nations um, of whom the Most High drove out before um, Yasharam. He also sacrificed and burned incense on high places. Now, you know, you ain't supposed to do that because there is a place that you go. Um, and it's the um, uh, the tabernacle. You go to the tabernacle to do it. Okay. Um, in the whole, this is what he did. He sacrificed and burned incense on high places, on the hills and under every green tree. And if anybody knows anything about the 613 laws, there's various trees that the Most High don't even want you to mess with or have nowhere near his tabernacle. Anyway, the resin from the king of Syria and Pekah, the son of Ramaliah, the king of Yasharel, came to Jerusalem to wage war. They besieged Ahaz, but could not overcome and conquer him. At the time, Rezin, king of Syria, uncovered Elath in Edom for Aram, 
and drove Yasharel away from it. The Armenians, hold on, which is um, the Syrians. Hold on a minute. Came to Elath and lived there to this day. So they took a land from uh, the children of Israel and they ended this land to this day. That's what they're saying. Now, possibly it could be today, 2023, or it could be until this document was written. Okay. And we got, we also got to understand what Elaf, modern day Elaf is. I don't know off the top of my head. Maybe I'll look, maybe I won't, but I'm moving, uh, moving forward. Now, you already know, um, what's going on in Syria today, honey. The most high don't forget nothing. Okay. They don't forget nothing. What you do is coming back to you. That's the most high's law, period. I don't care what nation. I don't care. At one point, uh, nations conquered other nations. And guess what? It's coming right back on to them. That's all I'm going to say about that. And those who never got conquered, oh, the most high saving y'all for last. Just saying. Anyway, so... um. So Ahaz sent messengers to Tiglath-Pelazer, king of Assyria, saying, I am your servant and son. Come up and rescue me from the hand of the kings of Syria who are rising up against me. And Ahaz took the silver and gold that was found in the house of the Most High in the treasuries of the king's house and sent it to the king of Assyria. Another slap in the face to the most high child. These are another slap, uh, just another slap. So the king of Assyria listened to him and then he went up against Damascus and captured it and carried his people away into exile to Kerr and put Rezin, the king of Aram, to death. I just, I don't know. I don't know, honey. Now, that was Syria and Assyria. That's what it's saying. The king of Assyria and then it's saying Syria. Who Pika is. Anyway, <clears throat> Damascus Falls. Now, King Ahaz went to Damascus to meet Tiglath. Pelazar, the king of Assyria, and saw the pagan altar, which was in Damascus. King Ahaz sent a model of the altar to Uriah, the priest, along with a detailed pattern for its construction. Oh, gosh, this is the nonsense they do. So Uriah, the priest, built an altar in accordance with everything that King Ahaz has sent from uh, Damascus. That is how Uriah the priest made it before the king and returned from Damascus. The king came from Damascus. He saw the altar. Then the king approached the altar and offered a sacrifice. Now it's not to the most high, honey. This is I um this is idolatry. He burnt his burnt offerings and a grain offering and poured out his drink offering and sprinkled sprinkled blood of the peace offerings on the altar. 
he brought the bronze altar, which had been before the Most High from the front of the house, which is the temple, from between the new altar and the house of the Most High on the north, on the north side of the new altar. Then King Ahaz commanded Uriah the priest, saying, Upon the new altar, burn the morning burnt offering and evening grain offering and the king's burnt offering and grain offering with the offering of all the people in the land and the grain offering and their drink offerings and sprinkled it on the new altar, all the blood of the burnt offering and all the blood of the sacrifice, but the old bronze altar shall be kept for me to use to examine the sacrifices. Uriah the priest acted in accordance to everything that King Ahaz commanded. The king um, cut away the frames of the basin stands in the temple and removed the basin from each of them. And he took down the large sea from the bronze ox, the bronze oxen, which were under it. And he put it on a plastic stone floor. He removed from the house of the most high the covered way for the Sabbath, which they had built in the house and the outer entrance of the king because of the king of Assyria who might confiscate them. Hezekiah reigns over Yahuda. Now the rest of the acts of Ahaz, were they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the king of Yahuda? So Ahaz slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David and his son Hezekiah became king in his place. Nonsense, nonsense, and more nonsense. So now we're on chapter 17, and the highlights are Hosea's wicked reign, verses 1 and 2, verses 3 and 4, being subdued by Shalaman Azar. He conspires against him uh, with so king of Egypt, Verses 5 to, uh, through 23, Samaria for sinning is led into captivity. We're going to get into that in a minute, child. We're going to get into that in a minute. 24 through 41, the strange nations which were transplanted into Samaria being plagued with lions made a mixture of religion. Oh, we're going to get in that. We're going to get into that. All right. Now we're on... Um, Chapter seven. Ugh. Chapter seventeen. Hoshea reigns over Yasharal. In the twelfth year of Ahaz, king of Yahuda, Hoshea, the son of Eli, became king over Israel in Samaria. Listen, and he reigned for nine years. He did evil in the sight of the Most High but not as the king of Yasharel who came before him. So he was evil, but he wasn't as wicked as the, uh, the previous king. Shalomanezar, the fifth king of Assyria, came up against him and Hosea became his servant and paid tribute to him. So he gave him money. But the king of Assyria discovered a conspiracy in Hosea who sent messengers to Saul, the king of Mizraim, a.k.a. Egypt, and offered no tribute to the king of Assyria. 
as he had done year by year. Therefore, the king of Assyria arrested him and bound him in prison. So they bound this king in prison. And this was the king of the, uh, the major kingdom. When the king of Assyria invaded all the land of Israel, he went up to Samaria and besieged it for three years. Now, I already told you the children of Israel occupied Samaria. Now, we read in the first book of Kings that they went and they purchased Samaria, the land, and they went to go live there. Now, remember what I said. Wherever you live, you become a resident of that area. Like I'm from New York, but I'm a New Yorker. But on my DNA level and nation level, my um, my nationality, my nation is uh, Yasharel. So I am Yasharel that lives in New York. So this is what this is what they explain to you now, okay? Because Samaria, the land, is where the major kingdom, the ten and a half tribes, with the king of Israel occupied that's where they lived okay yahuda excuse me the king of yahuda the one and a half tribes yahuda the whole line and half of benjamin was a separate kingdom and they lived somewhere else okay i'll just say the big brother is israel the little brother is um yahuda with the one and a half tribe the ten and a half tribe is israel the uh the uh one and a half tribe is Yahuda. Now we're talking about the king of Israel. He's doing all this nonsense, and the most high is getting ready to put him in bondage, which I just read to you. He's going to prison, he's gonna be in bondage. Okay. Now listen to what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna need you to listen to this. You know why? We as I'm just talking to the children of Israel right now. I know there's a lot of people who's listening to me that's trying to learn from this Old Testament and trying to understand what's going on and all that. Even the children of Israel is trying to understand because we in the time of the awakening for uh, the children of Israel, but also in the time of repentance because we don't see nothing happening now. I already told you the water's still warm. Everybody's still playing, but the water is boiling, okay? Anyway, um, we see in these Old Testaments from Genesis now to Second uh, Kings, that the children keep doing the same old stuff. I already told you, everything is a problem for the children of Israel for insubordination because they never listen. They ain't listen. This is just like a parent and a child. When the child never listens, how much or how many times, how much can a uh, parent talk to you and set rules and regulations, and you turn around and give your parent your butt to kiss. How long before the parent reprimands you? How long? How many times does the parent have to put you on punishment? How many times does the parent have to reiterate the laws in the house? How many times do they have to spank you? How many times do they have to put you on punishment? How many times do they have to take stuff away from you? This is what's going on between the children of Israel, the whole lot, and the most high because the children of israel i don't care how many kingdoms break down it's two it's only going to be two kingdoms but i'm saying ultimately they're going to be scattered but how many times does the most high have to reprimand you before you get it 
There's so many things in the scriptures, Old and New Testament, as to why the Most High does what he does. There's no way in the world once you start learning and understand, understanding why the children of Israel is in uh, the position that they're in now. Deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy 28. I'm going to say, just like the Most High said, if you listen to me, you're going to get all the blessings. You're going to get this. You're going to get that. When you don't listen to me, the curse is going to chase you down till you die. This is why. And anything goes when you don't listen. Famines, plagues, war, death, pestilence, jail, prison, anything, everything. Okay. You getting wiped out, you getting disease. I mean, you getting everything, says the most high, Deuteronomy 28. And this is why these things are happening to this day. It's going round and round in circles. There's nothing new under the sun. And we're going to see a clear example of that with these children. See, the average person believes. I'm talking about Jews. I have to say Jews. Jews believe that they only went into, um, this is what they taught, that they went into bondage only in Egypt. See what we did in Egypt? But there's no sign of a Jew in Egypt. No sign, zero zip zilch of a Jew in Egypt because they are proselytes. They, their uh, religion is Judaism. I'm talking about the, the children of the man, Yaakov, with the blood running through their veins. You know what they go through over and over and over and over? Bondage, which is uh, uh, slavery. Okay, that's what bondage is. They've been slaves to many, many, many people over and over and over and over in their history. Okay, they've been a byword, a byword to many people over and over and over and over throughout their history. They've been killed, overcome, overrun, systematically in bondage in every way, okay? In every way imaginable, they have been run over, victimized, vandalized, stolen, everything in bondage over and over and over. That's the history. There's nobody else I could ever possibly and this these scriptures could be talking about aside from the true till the true children of israel blood blood running through their veins from yaakov for not listening i'm gonna give you another book too the testament of the 12 the child the patriarchs of the uh, children of israel the 12 tribes is begging them begging them on their knees begging them i implore you not to do it don't do it turn from your wicked ways that's what they saying but what did the children do what did the progeny do nothing they did the exact opposite of what the most high said and their forefathers said and guess where they are right now fighting each other they don't like one another they don't listen to one another they don't have trust in one another they're not loyal to one another they in jail they getting sh they shooting one another other people shooting them walking down the street and it's business as usual honey deuteronomy 28 i got to say that simply because i'm getting ready to read to you another instance of them going into bondage 
I mean, you line these scriptures up with people, human people today and their history, you know who the children of Israel are beyond a shadow of a doubt. So I ask you, children of Israel, before I start reading this again, if you already know all this stuff is against you, why on the most highest green earth would you cause more problems for yourself on the outside and you already know you doing bad on the inside. Why? Why would you turn around and just make things worse for yourself? You need to clean up your house, children of Israel. You need to clean up your house. Children of Israel, you need to clean up your house. That's what you need to be doing. Clean your house and stop letting all the rest of these heathens break you down, so, um, separate you, put you in delusion, lie to you because everything that come out their mouth is a lie and get you killed. I want you to think about that while I continue to read. Anyway, Israel goes into captivity. In the ninth year of Hosea, the king of Assyria took Samaria, which the children of Israel is living in, and carried the people Israel into exile to Syria. Uh-huh. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So guess what? They're going into slavery. The 10 and a half tribes is going into slavery. I told you it ain't nothing new under the sun. They're going to keep going into slavery too. And the most High just sitting up there watching everything. The most High already told them that with the laws. Oh, you want to you wanna, uh, bypass my laws with insubordination and sin? I'm going to let, let it happen. I already gave you the laws. I already gave you my statutes and my um, precepts and you bypassing them, my children. I'm going to let these heathens let you have it. The most high said that he makes um, various uh, people for, for sin because he, he uses them to correct other people. So he uses them for sinful ways to correct you, children of Israel. He's the great potter. He uses various vessels for various um, situations. Uh-huh. Even to correct you, children of Israel. So back to what I was saying. Hosea, the king of Assyria, took Samaria, which the children of Israel lived, and carried the people off into exile to, to slavery and settled them in Halah, in the harbor, by the river Gozan and in the cities of the Medes. Now, I'm going to say this. The Medes is going to conquer them too. Later on, the Medes is going to conquer them too. You better go to Daniel, honey. You see, we this, this here is history, true history. You do some real history without the lies and all that stuff. Do some real world history. You'll see the truth how the children of Israel got to be where they are. Real history, not this nonsense in the United States. Because you already know what they do in the United States. Do some true world history and see what happens. Uh-huh. Anyway. Now it came about because Yasharel had sinned against the Most High. Mm-hmm. Dear El who brought them up out of Mizraim, who they call Egypt, from under the hand of Pharaoh, king of Mizraim, 
and they who feared and worshiped gods and walked in the customs of pagan nations whom the Most High drove out before the sons, the descendants of Israel, in the pagan customs of the kings of Israel, which they had introduced. You know all that stuff. When we went to the book of um, Yahshua, when they came out from the Exodus and the um, the books of Deuteronomy and uh, Leviticus and all that was given to them, the Most High told them the laws. Don't do this, don't do that. And remember, I came to get you from captivity in Mizraim, which means captivity. And don't go back there. But guess what? They didn't listen. And now they're in captivity from Assyria. But they're getting ready to get into more captivity because guess what? They're not going to listen. they still not going to listen. Didn't I tell you a seed of wickedness was planted into Adam when he gave his power away? This is why they keep doing it. I don't care how much they try to do the best they can. This is why the Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands must be adhered to. Because the Most High already know that flesh is not um, going to get it. This is why he's um, uh, quickening up the days. He already knows that the uh, the devil is jumping all over this flesh. This is why you got to listen to the Lord's. This is why the Lord's didn't go away. Because this is how he's going to um, punish you. Are you going to adhere to the Lord's a little bit? Are you going to adhere to the Lord's a lot? This is going to gauge how I'm going to punish you, children of Israel and second flock. Moving on. Yasharel ascribed things to the Most High, their El, which were not true. They built for themselves high places of worship in all their towns from the lonely outlook tower to the populous fortified city. And they set up for themselves sacred pillars, memorial stones, and asterim, which is the asteroid pole. It's a pole to the a female goddess. And every high hill, this is what the children of Israel was doing. Knowing damn well, well, the Most High never gave nothing to nobody else but them. They know that the Most High is who he is, and they still smack the Most High in the face. Is that not the ultimate disrespect? Now you wonder why the Most High let all this stuff happen. You know, there's some people that go, oh, why we got to suffer like this? Why we got to do that? How about asking yourself why people so damn wicked? That's what you need to be asking. How about asking yourself that? Don't ask why the Most High does what he does because the Most High is not doing nothing. You're the one who's doing it by sin. And I'm talking to the heathens. I'm talking to the Gentiles and the children of Israel. I'm talking to all three sections. How about that? Ask that question. Don't ask why, oh, why God does this? Uh -uh. Or why does he permit this and that? Look at human history and ask yourself the question. You need to be turning around and getting the hell away from the devil. That's what you need to be doing because your flesh is, is loving whatever. Meanwhile, you dying. Your flesh is going to have all this happiness until it dies. Okay? You're going to be killing yourself softly. That's what you're doing. That's what you need to be asking yourself. Verse 11. They all burnt incense in all the high places as the pagan nations whom the Most High had deported before them in them lands. And they did evil and contemptible things provoking the Most High to anger. 
wondering why all this stuff is happening to you. When all that stuff you did, you don't remember that though. You don't remember all the stuff you did, but you just want to know why the most high is allowing all this stuff to happen to you. I think you need to really do some soul searching and some real thinking as to why this stuff is happening. See, we could play possum all day and all year and all decade and all thousands of years if we want to, but we're not playing no games with the most high and we're not fooling the most high. You can fool yourself. That's why I say you're not going to play with the most high because all this, oh, what, what, what did I do? I'm good. People think they're good in their hearts, but their hearts is wicked. What did the most high say? Every heart is wicked. The most high knows your heart and is desperately wicked. All has fallen short of the glory of the most high. What did he, say? he didn't say half the people. He didn't say 50 people. He said all, A-L-L. This is what people need to understand. Okay? All have fallen short of glory to the most high. You, me, and everybody else. If you really believe, oh, no, I'm good in my heart. Oh, yeah, I believe I'm good. I got another thing coming for you or to you. Everybody's wicked. Every flesh is wicked. That's why flesh is not going to the next life. Not at all. Everybody got to die because no corruptible thing is going to the incorruptible none i got a little that, that spoiler for you okay none of that is going okay because everybody is a sinner there's a difference between a saint and a sinner the saint continues to keep and trying his best on this earth you're not going to be able to do the best you can the most high says this too not even in the way i'm saying it but he knows that's why he's shortening the days y'all better go to the new testament and start reading babies he already knows. Okay. I'm going to keep moving. Verse 12. And they serve idols of which the most high said to them, you shall not do this thing. But what they doing, they still doing it. Yet the most high warned Yasharel and Yahuda through all his prophets, every last one of them, every last one of them. And what did they do to the prophets? Kill them all. They killed them dead. Yes, they did. Because they didn't like what the Most High told the prophets, okay? And I believe that's where that saying, don't kill the messenger come from. Because they was all messengers and all of them, they got killed. All of them. Every last one of them. Oh, well, not every last one of them. Enoch and um, Elijah. Even though when he came back as um, Yachananda Mercer, he got killed. Just saying. Anyway. Yet the Most High warned Yasharel and Yahuda through all his prophets and every seer. Okay. Turn from your wicked ways and keep my commandments and my statutes in accordance with all the law which I commanded to your fathers, which I sent you. I'm going to say this. Wait. And my servants, the prophets. I'm going to say this too. Again, which I've said many times. Even though some of the um some of the um in some of the New Testament through Shaul, he's saying you don't have to listen to the Lord. <laughs> Child, I done said this five million times. But anyway, that could be taken out of context if you don't know the extent of what the what the most high is saying. 
to say, oh no, we don't have to listen to the laws or all you need to have is faith. I didn't went through this 5,000 times. You got to have faith that moves mountains. Okay, that's what you have to have. And there's actually a book that says this. This is There's a book, not saying it the way I'm saying it, but there's a book that's saying um, you have to have powerful faith in order not to listen to the commandments. Okay, we already know that the commandments, the commandments are perfect, but not flesh. Because remember, Adam gave his power away and a seed of evil was planted into Adam. So it flourished. Book of um, uh, Ezra. Um, back in the Bible, it says, if you were, uh, the, I'll say it like this, if the if you was doing what you're supposed to be doing, then you wouldn't have to listen to the um, the commandments and stuff. If you was sinless, you wouldn't have to listen to it. They for the uh, perfect humans that abide by all the rules and laws of the Most High. So you wouldn't need that. You wouldn't need the laws if you're if you are a perfect um, soul and listen to the Most High. And nobody's like that. So that's why. Again, I already said the laws was to gauge how to punish you. That's what the laws are. The laws is not just willy-nilly given. Oh, yeah, just do that. The laws is there for punishment and how to gauge punishment. Just like the laws in your house for your kids. You know they're not going to listen to you when they get a certain age. You know they're not going to listen to you, but the laws are still there. And you're going to punish them, depending on how they broke those laws. Did you come in at 10 o'clock like I told you, or did you come in at 11? If you came in an hour later, okay, then I'm going to give you a day punishment. If you came in two o'clock in the morning, you may have a month punishment. That's how it works. Okay. And if, if that's not right, then it wouldn't still be telling certain groups of people in the New Testament to follow the laws. Even in the Shepherd of Hermas, it says follow the laws. And all the rest of the books that's not in this Bible, that's not connected to the New Testament of the Bible, it says follow the laws. Even in the prophetic books, it says follow the laws. Even right here where I'm saying, in two kings, it says follow the laws. So where is it that it say don't follow the laws? Shaul could tell the Gentiles that but not for you, children of Israel. You're going to follow them damn laws because that's what the Most High said. The Most High did not turn around and say, okay, don't follow the laws no more. Gentiles. And I'm going to prove this in another lesson. Oh, I can't wait to do it. Ooh, can't wait. I got so many big lessons that I want to do. But it's just me and it's so much stuff that I want to give you. But I, I just, I, I have to wait. I got to wait. Because... These lessons are powerful, important, and they big. And I have to make them precise and concise in a way that you can understand them. And when they come to me, I'm telling you, when the Most High is giving it to me, I am just glorifying him because I said, oh, I can't wait to give it to you. But you're going to have to wait. And so am I because I'm waiting on this. I'm doing this other thing. I'm Listen, if I had a group of people helping me write up these lessons and do everything, that would be great. But I don't. Like I said, um, in behind the scenes, I have other people helping me uh, with the technology and time. 
but the writing up and all of that, I do that myself. And I had so much. I wish you could see. And at some point, probably I will show you when I start going live, how much books I got sitting in front of me. I have a small desk. I got um, a small space and I got books and books and books and papers and papers and papers and writing, 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 writing. And it's like a fort. It's all over the place. And this is how much, um, how many lessons I want to give you as much information as I can from every book I can. And I'm telling you, just like I said in previous lessons, this book is just one puzzle. This Bible is just one puzzle of hundreds of puzzle pieces. When the Most High is dealing with you in the form of the Ruach, honey, you're going to get these pieces. You're going to put these puzzle pieces together and you're going to see the big picture. You're going to see it. You're going to understand how it works and all of that. And this, I'm trying to teach you the way that it's being taught to me. And I am so grateful to the Most High. But anyway, back to what I was saying. So the Most High told these children of Israel, you need to start listening to me. And this is why you're getting what you get, children of Israel. Now I'm on uh, verse 14. However, they did not listen. What I tell you, insubordination is what's doing it, baby. Insubordination, honey. I refuse to listen. Oh, I don't want to listen to you. Oh, no, I'm going to do what I want to at your own peril because you're not hurting the most high you're gonna get what you get you get what you get anyway however they did not listen but stiffened their necks as they did with their father as um as did their fathers who did not believe trust in or rely on or maintain steadfast to the most high their elder they asking for it they asking for it the children's asking for it they ask for it <laughs> give me another one okay put me in bondage one more time okay kill off my people one more time uh-huh oh kill them off oh yes just kill them i don't care that's the children of israel they don't listen to nothing oh it's oh it's, it's it's almost criminal i'm trying to close this door anyway they rejected the most high statutes and his covenant, which he made with their forefathers, as well as his warnings that he would give them. Oh my. And they follow vanity. That is false idols, false gods. I'm just going to say gods because the most high is not a God and became uh, vain and empty headed. Mm-hmm. They follow pagan practices of the uh, the surrounding nations, although they had the most high. And the most high commanded that they was, a, the most high commanded that they not supposed to do it. I command you not to do it. And what they do? They abandoned all the commandments of the most high they L. Say who? So how can they even complain? How as we, the children of Israel, AKA black people in the United States, damn it. Even though black uh, black and white are social constructs, I already said what I said. You better start reading, baby. Understand how the devil fools you in every way. AKA black people. You cannot wonder why you getting spanked, why you getting called the byword, why somebody's killing you, why they calling you niggas. Why they, you can't, you can't, you can't dispute why they doing all this. Deuteronomy 28. Okay, Deuteronomy 28. I, I'm not going to keep going through this. Deuteronomy 28. Okay. 
Verse 16, they abandoned all the commandments of the Most High, their L, and made for themselves cast of in images of two calves. Now, two cows, and that's Asteroof, with the thing on the head, two cows. So you gonna, I, I don't even wanna go there. Anyway, two calves, and they made an Asteroof idol and worshiped the calves, just like they did before. And all the starry hosts of heaven, that's, um, you know, the starry host of heaven is, uh, um, what do they call that? Um, the um, astrological signs, that's what he's, uh, they talking about. And the astrological signs, the hosts of heaven, and they served Baal. So these are the things that they serve. That's three. That was named the Asteroof Pole, which is the cow. Okay. Think about who does that today because they're doing it today. Then uh, the astrological signs and then Baal, which is the devil. Mm -hmm. That's what they're doing. Okay. They made their sons and their daughters pass through the fire. So they were sacrificing their kids in the fire, burning them up. This is how stupid the children of Israel was back in the days. This, And you wonder why all this stuff happens to them. I already told you we're going to reap the uh, the stuff of our forefathers. Everybody's going to do that. That's everybody. Okay? Everybody. Okay? It got so bad that the Most High said, you know what? I'm not going to do that because I will, I will wipe my own line out. I will wipe my own lot out if I punished everybody whose forefathers sinned. I'm going to wipe them all out. So everybody going to pay for their own sins. But before the Most High said that, remember the, 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 um, the, um, the families that did it, it got passed down to their children until the Most High said, all right, I'm going to do this. So their lines, they still got to pay for that. And that's what they're doing right now. Okay. Their generations is still paying until uh, it's time for every individual to pay for their own stuff. So right now you're going to pay for what your forefathers did. It's still going to happen, especially to those nations that nothing never happened to them. Because the most high, when he said a law, is for everybody, everybody, whether he gave it straight to them or not, it went out onto the earth. And you're going you gonna to follow it. And how do I know that? Because most of the heathens right now and Gentiles is following laws on the money. It said, in God we trust, even though, even though uh, we don't know who God is. That's what they do. A lot of things, um, when they came in the United, uh, over to the United States, they came with a Bible and guns. And a lot of the stuff um, is loosely based on the Bible. And now we just don't know what's going on because it's just so much wickedness and evil. So it could be any old kind of way. But trust me, it they mimicked the scriptures even though they heathens and Gentiles. Verse 18, therefore the Most High was very angry with Israel and removed them from his sight. None of the tribes were left except for the tribe of Yahuda. So what? what, what now? The most high was like, let them all go into captivity. Now, who gonna get you out, boo? 
only the most high could because it's the spirit when the most high is angry at you this is why and i'm gonna say this when there was slavery in the united states the people who put the children in bondage in the united states they had no intention of getting them out of bondage and nobody helped them that's a part of deuteronomy 28 if you go to deuteronomy 28 and line it up against the black people in the united states the ones who they forefathers with forehead chains you can line it up straight straight out of it you don't even have to do a whole bunch of homework right there spiritual sense will kick in discernment and you will know who the children are the captors never had never ever had a plan to get the children out of bondage ever never never but remember the uh the uh, children's uh forefathers was praying to get out of bondage and the most high looked down said all right i'm gonna get y'all out of bondage but you're still gonna get spanked until a certain time i already told you just like yeshua said just like in the times of noah not only is it gonna be in the time of noah because that's when the deluge came it was too much sin not only at that time also he said he gonna um uh tear up spiritual egypt he gonna send the children back to spiritual egypt in bondage and what did he do to the first egypt what did he do to them? Well, he's going to be doing that to the second Egypt too. Y'all better get up on this. Verse 19, Yahuda did not keep the commandments of the Most High Day El either, but walked in the customs which Israel did. So the little brother walked in the customs of the big brother. Even though the Most High is not calling them brother, the Most High is calling them sisters. We'll get to that later, later. Okay. When we get to the prophetic books. So the Most High rejected all of the descendants of Yasharel, Yaakul, and repeatedly afflicted him, afflicted them and handed them over to plunderers. That means the heathen nations. Until he had cast them out of his sight. Deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy 28. I got to say it. Deuteronomy 28. And you know what? It's going to keep happening too. Oh yeah. You want this? This is what you want? I'm going to give it to you. you this? Oh yeah. You slavery. You want them to wipe you off. You want them to do, oh, I'm going to give it to you. Oh, I'm going to give it to you. Oh, I'm going to give it to you. Oh, I'm going to let you have it. Oh yes, 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 yes. I'm going to let you have it. And when I give it to you, it's just like a child who is bent set on getting what they want, knowing full well, they have no idea how detrimental it's going to be. And they keep asking for it. Ooh, they keep asking for it. And that parent go, you know what? I'm sick of you. I'm going to give it to you. And the parent gives it to them and they be crying and begging for that not to happen again. Oh, yeah. That's what the Most High does. <laughs> Verse 21. When he had torn Yasharel from the royal house of David, and they made Jeroboam the son of Nebat king. And Jeroboam drove Israel away, following the Most High, and made them commit a great sin. The nonsense of it all. 22. For Yashorel walked in all idolatrous sins, all of the sins of Jeroboam, the same ones he committed, and didn't turn from them. Until the Most High removed Yasharel from his sight, just as he had foretold through all his servants, the prophets. It's, it's, a, it's too much. 
So Yasharel went into exile, meaning bondage, for their own land to Assyria to this day, the date of this writing. So guess what? Back in bondage. Okay. And I'm going to say this, the children of Israel been in bondage everywhere they went. Why? Because the most high let it happen. Again, the last time they went to bondage in the land of day of captivity today in 2023, the um, heathens that put them in bondage never intended for them to get out of bondage because free labor is free labor. They had to pray. Their ancestors had to pray to help them get out of it. That's that's how they got out of it. Because there was no intention from the heathens to ever let the children of Israel come out of bondage. Know that, understand that, know American history. That's why they're trying to hide it now. Mm-hmm. Florida. Back to what I was saying. City of Yasharel filled with strangers. <laughs> Just like now, 2023. The children's land is filled with strangers. Ooh. These scriptures ain't never lie. I'm telling you how powerful these scriptures are. Plenty. All right. Verse 24. The king of Assyria brought men from Babylon and from Kutha, C-U-T-H-A-A-H, and from Ava, A-V-V-A, and from Hamath, and from Sepharaphim, and settled them into the cities of Samaria. Now, I'm going to say this. You know, in the New Testament, when Yahshua, who was the most high in the flesh, told that parable of the wheat and the tears, well, what is the king of um, Assyria doing? Planting tares in the land of the wheat. Okay? Think of that while I read this. So he brought all these people into Samaria and placed them among the sons of the children of Israel. Uh-huh. That's what he did. He put tares among the wheat. The Most High is allowing this to happen. Understand that? Know that? Uh-huh. Now, you know, the children of Israel, when stuff happened to them, all these horrifying things, all these um, adverse things, all the punitive actions from these other nations, it's because the children of Israel continue to be hard-headed and stiff-necked and refuse to listen to the Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands of the Most High. And I will say this to prove it. If the children who are called by my name turn from their wicked ways, repent, change your mind from wickedness, change your mind from wickedness. I will turn my back, turn from my back being away from you, turn to you. I will heal you and I will heal your land. This is what the, this is what the most I said. He said what he said. He don't have to keep saying it. That's what he said. Nobody seemed to be listening. Just saying. Okay? Nobody seemed to be listening. And as a matter of fact, today, today, 2023, the year 2023, this is the time of repentance. The water is starting to boil, people. The water is starting to boil from Old Testament 
New Testament now. The water's starting to boil. And once that water boils, all hell is going to break loose. Literally. Fire, brimstone, all that. Comets is happening. All the earthquakes, um, tsunamis. All these natural disasters going to happen. You cannot wonder why. Wow, it's climate change. Okay, whatever you want it to be. The most highest manifestations turn into natural phenomena. The bugs, the bees, the animals, the water, the fire. These are all natural elements. I talked about the elements. I did a lesson on elements. That's how the most high going to tear this place up. Uh-huh. All natural phenomena, just like he did with Sodom and Gomorrah. That was natural phenomena. Literally, you could go to that land and see for yourself and smell all the sulfur. Honey, the most high got so many clues for us on this earth. Child, that's a hint in the hair for everybody. Everybody. Like I said, they took possession of Samaria, these heathen nations that this heathen king planted. They took possession of Samaria and lived in its cities. Verse 25. Now, when they began to live there, they did not fear the Most High. Therefore, the Most High sent lions. <laughs> I already told you. The Most High is using natural phenomena, honey. Get them lions and bring them lions over there. Get them lions to get them out of that land that I gave the children. This is the children's land. Get the lions. Summon the lions. I'm going to say it again. Verse 25. Because these heathen nations, Avia, Hama, Sepharium, they settled in the children of Israel's land in Samaria. And they did not bow down to the most high. Remember, you in somebody else's house. You're not listening to the, uh, the rules and regulations of somebody else's house. This is why the Most High get the children of Israel. If he ain't gonna, if he gonna get the children of Israel, you know he gonna get the heathens. Oh yes, honey, he got something very special for the heathens. Oh my, I couldn't even. I, 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 it's just too good to even say. Anyway, verse twenty six. So the king of Assyria was told that the lions was going to tear them up. The nations to whom you sent into exile and settled in the cities of Samaria. Did not know the custom of the most high of that land. So he sent in the lions among them and they were killing these heathens because they don't know the manner of worship demanded by the most high of that land. You're not going to play with the most high. I'm going to continue to say that. Oh, no, you're not going to play with him. Okay. That's who you're not going to play with. I don't care whether you believe him, you believe in him, you don't believe him. I don't care. He gets the last laugh. He got the first one. He going to get the middle one and he gets the last one. He said he the alpha and omega. Did he not say that? And in these scriptures, he said he going to laugh at these heathens. Oh yeah, we going to get to that. He said he going to laugh at them. Why are they doing all this? He's going to laugh at them. Oh, and I love it. Mm -hmm. Verse 27. And the king of Assyria commanded, take back to Samaria one of the priests of the children of Israel to whom you brought from there and get and let him go and live there. And he gave him teach of the people. And that's what it says. I'm going to say it again. And the king of Assyria commanded, take back to Samaria one of the priests whom you brought from there 
and have him go and live there and have him teach the people of the custom of the most high of the land. Yeah. So one of the priests whom they exiled, one of the children of Israel from Samaria came back and lived in Bethel and taught the heathens that the tares that mingled in there taught them how to worship the most high. Mm-hmm. And fear the most high, respect them. Now I'm going to say this. A part of the 610 laws is that the children of Israel, this is why the other nations are suffering too. Because the most high gave the laws to the children of Israel initially. But remember, when it came down to the New Testament, then it goes for everybody. Because if that's not the case, why is the Gentiles going with the children? For the children's insubordination, the Most High went to a foolish nation. So now that the Most High is going to the foolish nation, whether he did or not, he didn't do it this time, but the Most High did this before the foundation of the world. So you need to listen to him. And a part of the 613 laws is that the children of Israel can have strangers live among them and they got to respect the strangers and the strangers got to respect them too. That's why I say, you don't have to love me, but you need to respect me. And I need to respect you. It's not all about, oh, yeah, oh, we need to love one another. We don't have to love one another. But you need to live and let live. Because just like you could destroy me, I could destroy you too. Why should we both be heathenistic? You live over there in harmony. I can live over here in harmony. It's about respect. And a part of the 613 laws is about respect. That's why that um that Assyrian king took one of the children of Israel and brought them back over to the land that he um took them from and made them um learn how to respect the most high. You're not gonna play with them. Okay, that's what you're not gonna do. Verse 29. But every nation still made gods of their own and put them in their houses, in the shrines. They do that today. There's a, you go in certain people's houses, they got all these statues and all this. Ooh, I was going to say something. They got statues and all this nonsense in, um, on they um, what is it? Where the fireplaces, the mantle, they got all these, uh, alabaster stand, uh, people with their fingers up and these Marys and all this, <laughs> on this, all this other stuff called the gods, yeah idolatry at its best they have no idea that they practice an idolatry back to what i was saying verse uh verse 29 i'm gonna read it again but every nation still made gods of its own and put them in their houses and the shrines of the high places which the sumerians had made every nation in the cities where they lived i already told you other nations several nations came and settled in there and started up that's why the most high sent in the lions in the way the men of Babylon, because these were people from Babylon. You know, Babylon means confusion, okay? And the Most High is not the author of confusion. So you know Babylon's a bunch of heathens. And this this United States right now is a child of Babylon. It's Sodom and Gomorrah and uh, Egypt, okay? So if this is the child of Babylon, imagine who Babylon is. I'm going to let you figure it out while I keep reading. Again, verse 30. And the men of Babylon came to Succoth Benoth. The men of Koth made Nergal. The men of Hamath made 
Ashmea, the Aviites made Nibhas and Tartak, and the Sepharites burned their children in the fire to Adramalath. Oh, wait a minute. Adrameliak and Adrameliak, the gods of Sepharium. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. The nonsense of it all. 32. They also feared the Most High and anointed, sorry, appointed <laughs> from among themselves priests of high places who sacrificed for them in the house of high places. So they these heathen nations were still doing whatever they wanted to and half behind sacrificing to the most high. So they 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 was doing doing what they're doing today. Same old stuff, doing whatever they wanted to. That's basically what they were doing. They feared the most high, yet they served their own gods, followed the customs of the nations from among who they had been sent into exile. So they was one foot in the most high and one foot wherever they was in a heathen land. To this day, the date of this right, writing, they act in accordance to their former pagan customs. They do not really fear the most high, nor do they obey their statutes and their ordinances, nor the law, nor the commandments, which the Most High commanded the sons, which is the descendants of Yaakov, who he named Yasharel, with whom the Most High had made a covenant and commanded them, saying, You shall not fear gods or bow yourselves to them, nor serve them, nor sacrifice to them. But the Most High who brought you up from the land of Mizraim, who they called Jesus, excuse me, Egypt. With great power and an outstretched arm, him you shall fear and him you shall bow yourselves down to and him you shall sacrifice. That's the Lord, part of the Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands to the children of Israel. As you can see, the uh, these heathens, they're going to do whatever they want to at any time. That's why the Most High said they the walking dead. They are the walking dead. What did Yahshua say? Let the dead bury the dead. If that ain't the walking dead, I don't know what to tell you. Uh-huh. Let the dead bury the dead. The Most High said, in another book, the Most High said they dead. Those people are not my people. They're dead. Okay? When Yeshua was sacrificed, he was sacrificed for his people, not the dead people. Why? The Most High said that he's the uh, Most High of the living. His children. They're the living ones. Okay? Everybody else is dead. I am not the uh, the, the father of dead people. I'm the father of Abraham, Isaac, and uh, Yaakov. Those are the living. Everybody else is the dead. Remember, when the children of Israel didn't listen, what did he do? Go to a foolish nation that was dead. Okay? Back to what I was saying, verse 37. The statutes and the ordinances and the law of the covenant, which he, the Most High, wrote to you by the hand of Moses, which you, which shall, excuse me, you shall observe and do forever. Ooh, what? Ooh. Hmm. Because I'm tired of people talking about you don't have to follow no laws. What did the most I said? You're going to follow these laws forever. 
on this side of life, you're going to follow them laws. 37, verse 37, chapter 17, verse 37, the statutes and the ordinances of the law and the commandment which the Most High wrote for you by the hand of Moses, you shall observe and do forever. You shall not fear or worship any gods. That's what the Most High said. Okay. Uh-huh. Let the most high be the truth and every man be a liar. I don't care who it is. Okay, because that's what they are. Most high say everybody falling short. Everybody. Verse 38. The covenant which I have made with you, you shall not forget. You shall not fear gods. Because the most high your L, you shall fear. And worship. Then he will rescue you from the hands of your enemies. Say what? For those who are called by my name, turn from your wicked ways and repent. What he say he going to do? Rescue you from your enemies. Do you see anybody repenting and turning around today, 2023? And oh, most I've been saying the same thing since day one. I already told you what he said. He said what he said. And nobody's listening. This is why somebody could walk down the street and just politely kill somebody and go on about their business. Oh, no, I didn't do nothing. They the one who did that to me. I told them to stop. I told them to lift their hands up and they didn't. Oh, I thought that snicker bar was a gun. Stop playing. Verse 40. However, they did not listen. Children of Israel didn't listen. That's why we in the position we in. They acted in accordance to their formal custom. Heathen acting, falling behind other nations who hate them. So these nations superficially feared the most high. They served their own idols as did the children and their children's children, just as their fathers did. So do they to this day of this writing. So those tears that was put into the space of the, um, of the wheat who are the children of Israel, the devil put them in there so that they could, so the children of Israel could follow him, just like he did with um that wicked king and that wicked prophet when they tried to make the children of Israel sin and they couldn't do it. But then they sent in the hoes. You already know, honey, the Achilles heel of a child of Israel is a hoe. You know this already. Look, that's why the most I said, I am not going to punish the daughters of Zion because the sons didn't start it at first. Oh, we ain't gonna get into that, but I'm just gonna let you know you're not gonna play with the most high. That's what you're not gonna do. Now I'm on chapter 18. Okay. And verses one through three, Hezekiah's good reign. Verses four through eight, he destroys idolatry and prospers. Nine through 12, the inhabitants of Samaria are carried captive for their sins. We didn't already talk about that, but it's going to go deep into it. Verses 13 through 16, Santa Cherub invading Yehuda is pacified by a tribute. Verses 17 through 37, Rab Shekah by blasphemous persecutions solicits the people to revolt. This is nonsense. These children, I, I tell you, I don't know. Praise the most high he is who he is. For if it was any one of us with the wicked hearts, honey, we would have just killed everybody off and started over. 
That's why that's why the most high is the most high. Praise y'all, hallelujah. That's why he is who he is. We could never be like the most high. We couldn't even wrap our heads to, um, around the most high. We couldn't. We couldn't be in his shoes. We couldn't think how he thinks. We couldn't do nothing because our hearts is just too dead going wicked. We would just wipe everybody away and just start over. That's what we would do with the wicked hearts. That's what we would do, honey. And I would be right along with it. Oh, I can't take this no more. I'm going to start over. I would do that. Even as a, a minister, honey, I am not the same type. Child, I don't even pretend to not be a sinner. I know I am. I can't. <laughs> I'll just be wiping people out. It just is what it is. Okay, verse eight, uh, chapter 18. Hezekiah reigns over Judah. Now it came about the third year of Hosea, the son of Elah, king of Yasharel, which you already know they in bondage. Hezekiah, the son of Ahaz, king of Yahudah, became king. So now we on the king of Yahudah. We talked about um. The children of Israel, uh, the kingdom of Israel. Now we're on the kingdom of Yahuda. Remember, there's big brother, little brother. Big brother just went into bondage in Assyria. And then the Assyrian king then planted some heathens in the land of Samaria. And now they're just starting to do whatever they want to. That's why the lions was released. Release the lions. Yes, honey. Most high played. Anyway, he was 25 years old when he became king and he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Abai, the daughter of Zechariah. Hezekiah did right in the sign, sight, excuse me, in the sight of the Most High in accordance with everything that David, his ancestor, had done. So Hezekiah was a good king. He removed the high places finally. Of pagan worship, he broke down the images of the memorial stones. Praise y'all, hallelujah. He cut down the Asherim, Astaroth uh, thingies. He also crushed to pieces the bronze serpent that Moses had made. For until those days of Yasharel um, had burnt incense on it, and it was called... Neshushtan, a bronze sculpture. And the uh, bridge to that is Numbers 21 and 8. Hezekiah trusted in and relied confidently. Now, let, uh, let me just read it and then I'll explain. Confidently on the Most High, the El of Yasharel, so that after him there was no one like him among all the kings of Yahuda, nor among those that were before him. Now I'm going to say this. Back to what I was saying. Some people may say, especially in the book of um the books that uh Shaul wrote in the New Testament, that you don't have to listen to the uh laws. That just just have faith. Honey, people have no idea the meaning of faith, the real meaning of faith. Listen to what I said in verse five. Hezekiah trusted and relied confidently on the most high who does that nobody because yeshua who is the most high in the flesh said if you have faith of a mustard seed and a mustard seed is very small by the way you can move the mountain into the sea i ain't never seen no move no mountain move into the sea have you that takes real faith and just a little bit yeshua said 
I ain't seen nobody do that. Nobody. So the fact that people are saying just stop listening to the laws and just have faith hunty, good luck with that. I'm going to keep moving. Verse 6. But Hezekiah clung to the Most High. Mm. He did not turn away from the Most High. He was faithfully following the Most High. Uh-huh. That's what people need to teach you. Because nobody don't have that kind of faith. He, uh, but he kept his commandment. He, uh, Hezekiah kept his commandments, which was given to the children of Israel by Moses. Hezekiah is victorious. Remember, the Most High said, you abide in my law, my statutes, my precepts and commands. I'm going to give you everything. Everything. And the Most High was with Hezekiah. He was successful wherever he went. Just like David. Oh, David loved the Most High. Doesn't mean that David didn't sin. Oh, the, the Most High loved David, honey. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes, he loved the Most High. But remember, David also loved the good hoe. David loved the love of the women. He loved the women. He took somebody else's woman. I ain't going to say ho. I'll say another woman. He didn't stole somebody's woman, I'll say. I ain't going to say ho because the lady wasn't ho. But he loved the woman, baby. Yeah. But he did listen to the Most High, and so did Hezekiah. Okay? He relied on him. He was faithful to him. He was loyal to him. Mm-hmm. We don't have that today. I'm not saying there's no belief. But we don't have no real loyalty like in the biblical days with those who are really loyal, like Moses, Hezekiah, David. We don't have that. We don't have that now. And I dare somebody to challenge that. We don't have that now because I don't see no mountains going into the sea and neither do you. Back to what I was saying. I'm not saying you don't love the most high and I'm not saying you're not trying, but nobody don't have it like uh, biblical times. They don't have it because if that's the case, then us as the children of Israel will be rising up. I don't see it. I see contracts with the devil. That's what I see. Just saying. And he rebelled against the king of Assyria and refused to serve him. He defeated the Philistines. And you see the Philistines still keep trying to child. They the um they the progeny of the um the giants. Okay. Remember, David and Goliath, David, uh, Goliath was a Philistine, uh, akin to the giants, DNA level. He was a heathen, a devil. Anyway, verse eight, he defeated the Philistines as far as Gaza, the most distant city, and its borders from the isolated lookout tower to the populous fortified city. Verse nine, now in the fourth year of King Hezekiah, which is, he's the king of Yehuda, which was the seventh of Hosea, the son of Eli, king of Israel, Shalmaneser, the king of Assyria, went up against Samaria and besieged it. Remember, uh, this king of Assyria already took the children of Israel, remember, the bigger brother, and put them in bondage. So now he, he planted some other nations in the land from Babylon in there. And now he's seizing the land. Verse 10, at the end of the three years, they captured it, Assyria. In the sixth year of Hezekiah, which was the ninth year of Hosea, is Hoshea. The king of Israel, Samaria was taken. So what? 
the children of Israel was taken out of there, predominantly all of them, was taken out of the land that was theirs. The king of Assyria took them into bondage and planted some other people from other nations, Babylon nations, Babylonian nations, and put them in there. That's why they, uh, the uh, lions went ham until they took one of the uh, prophets from the children of Israel to teach them some manners, even though they didn't stay there. Uh, I'm talking about stay in faith. They did not. But remember, the Most High is spanking the children. That's why he's letting this happen. Verse 11, and the king of Assyria went to Israel, sorry, sent Israel into exile in Syria and put them in Hala and on the harbor, the river of the city of Gozan in the cities of the Medes. Now, the Medes and the Persians, they're going to also put the children of Israel in bondage, but I'm putting the cart before the horse, but I'm letting you know that they'll be doing that because this is also in these this book and it's also in the prophecy of Daniel, which is a major prophet. I told you everything is relevant. You're not going to play. Mm -hmm. Even his prophecy that did not come true yet. Half of it came true, but not all. Oh, yeah, we waiting for it. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How long, Father, y'all? How long? I'm just like those at the altar. How long? How long? Back to what I was saying, verse 12. Because they did not obey the voice of the Most High their El, but broke his covenant. Everything that Moses, the servant of the Most High, had commanded, they would not listen to or do it. Why are they in our bondage? Because they hard-headed and stiff-necked. Insubordination is their name. That's what it is. Okay. They insubordinate. Oh, no, I'm not going to listen to the Most High. Okay. Then I'm going to let these heathen nations eat you for dinner. Oh, yeah. They're going to eat you for dinner. And they're going to eat you for lunch. You're going to be the entree, the dessert. You're going to be the appetizer. You're going to be all that under the snow. Yes. I have no ideas what these devils could do to you. This is what I'm saying. If the Most High turned his back on all of us, we would be devil food. This is what I mean. Oh, no, I want to listen to the heathens. Then go right ahead, honey. I'm going to move to the side. I'm going to let you listen to the heathens. And guess what's going to happen? The devils is going to jump all over you because you the children of the Most High. The Most High already put his stamp on you. But when he turned his back, the devils is going to do whatever they do. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Oh, you're going to be devil food. You're going to be the whole restaurant. You everything on the menu. Okay. You are everything on the menu. Uh-huh. Okay. Verse 13. In the 14th year of King Hezekiah, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, went up against all the fortified cities of Yahuda except for Jerusalem and captured them. Listen, I need you to listen. When Hezekiah, king of Judah, sent word to the king of Syria at Latches saying, I have done wrong. Withdraw from me. Whatever you impose on me, I will bear. So the king of Assyria imposed on Hezekiah, king of Yahuda, a tribute tax of 300 talents of silver, silver, excuse me, and 30 talents of gold. Hezekiah gave him all of the silver that was found in the house, which is the temple of the Most High. And the treasuries of the king's palace. 
At the time of Hezekiah cut away the gold framework from the doors of the temple of the Most High from the doorpost, which he had overlaid and gave it to the king of Assyria. I can't, I can't, I can't. Then the king of Assyria sent the Tardin and the Rasaris to the Rabshakeh, the highest officials, with a large army from Lachish to King Hezekiah at Jerusalem. They went up and came to Jerusalem. When they went up and arrived, they stood by the aqueduct of the upper pool, which is on the road of the fullest field. And the bridge to that is two um, chronicles, 32 and nine through 19. And, um, Isaiah 36, 1 through 22, verse 18. When they called for the king, Eliakim, the son of Hilkiah, who was in charge of the king's household, and Shebna, the scribe, and Jonah, the son of Asaph, the secretary, went down to meet them. Then Shab Rabshakeh said to them, Say to Hezekiah, thus saith the great king, the king of Assyria, what is the reason, this confidence that you have? Verse 20, you say that they are only empty words. I have counsel and strengthened for war. Now on whom do you rely that you have rebelled against me. You hear the uh, the king of uh, Assyria saying this to um, um, Hezekiah, the king of Yahuda. Now pay attention. You are relying on Egypt, which is Mizraim, on the staff of crushed reed. If a man leans on it, it will only go into his hands and pierce it. So is Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to all who trust and rely on him. But if you tell me we trust in and rely on the Most High RL, it is not those, it is, excuse me, is it not he whose high places and altars Hezekiah has removed and has said to Yehuda and Jerusalem, which is Jerusalem, you worship only before this altar in Jerusalem? Now then, make a bargain with my lord, the king of Assyria, and I will give you 2,000 horses if on your part you can put riders on them. How then can you drive back even one official of the least of my master's servants when you rely on Egypt for chariots and horsemen. So there's a discussion between Hezekiah and the um, one of the house uh, representatives of Assyria. Verse 25. Now I have come up against this place to destroy it without the Most High's approval. The Most High said to me, go up against this land and destroy it. Then Eli Akim, the son of Hilkiah, and Shebna and Joah said to Rabshakeh, please speak to your servants in the Aramaic 
Syrian language. Hold on. Because we understand it and do not speak with us in the Judean Hebrew language. In the hearing of the people who are on the wall. Hold on. But Rabshakeh said to them, has my master sent me only to your master and to say, and to you to say these things? Has he not sent me to me? Excuse me. Let me say it again. Has he not sent me to the men who sit on the wall who are doomed by the siege to eat their own excrement and drink their own urine along with you? Verse 28, then Rabshakeh, Rabshakeh stood and shouted out with a loud voice in Hebrew, hear the word of the great king of Assyria. Thus says the king, do not let Hezekiah deceive you for he will not be able to rescue you from my hand nor let Hezekiah make you trust in and rely on the most high saying the most high will certainly rescue us excuse me and this city of jerusalem will not be given unto the land of the king of assyria do not listen to hezekiah for thus says the king of assyria surrender to me and come out and meet me and every man may eat from his own vine and fig tree and every man may drink the waters of his own well until I come and take you away to a land like your land a land of grain and new wine a land of bread and vineyards a land of olive trees and honey so that you may live and not die do not listen to Hezekiah when he misleads and entices you saying the most high will rescue us. So he's basically telling, having conversations with the children that's already in bondage and telling them, don't you listen to Hezekiah. You better listen to me. Don't listen to Hezekiah and your L. Uh, 33. Has any one of the gods of the nations ever rescued this land from the hand of the king of Assyria? See, now he's getting cocky. He's getting cocky, okay? And we all know that pride comes before a fall. We all know that. So now he's being boastful. Where are the gods of Hamath and Arpad of Syria? This is the, this is the king of Assyria. Where are the gods of Sepharaim Hannah and Iva in the city of, in the valley of the Euphrates, have they rescued Samaria, um, Israel's capital, from my hand? Who among the gods of the lands have rescued their lands from my hand? That the Most High will rescue Jerusalem from my hand. You hear you hear all this boasting from the most high and the most high just watching all this like okay i see you assyria i see you i see you 
This has happened a few times. Remember, it happened in Egypt too. When the Most High sent um, Moses, tore that land up. Anyway, verse 20, uh, 36. But the people kept silent and did not answer him. For the king had commanded, do not answer him. So Eliakim, the son of Hilkiah, who was in charge of the royal household, and Shebna, the scribe of Joah, the son of Asaph, the secretary, came to Hezekiah with the clothes torn in grief and despair and told him what Rabshikah said. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this. This is not going to go well for this uh, Assyrian king. It's, it's just not going to go well for him. Mm -mm, honey, it's not going to go well. So right now they in despair. This is the kingdom of um, Yahuda. Now we already know that the, kill, the kingdom of um, the little brother is Yahuda. The big brother is um, Yasharel, Israel. We already know Israel didn't listen to nobody. The king is wicked. So the most high let them go into bondage in Assyria. The Assyrian king took them and went into bondage. And then the Assyrian king took some heathen nations and put them in Samaria. So they started running amok. So now that the uh, little brother, which is Yahuda, the king Hezekiah, he been doing some little, you know, little, little things that he shouldn't have been doing. But the most high is not going to let that go down. He ain't going to let it go down. Uh, We're going to find out next week. Y'all willing? Uh, I want to tell you something. Everybody who's listening to me, you're going to learn something every day. You're going to learn something every day. See, nobody's going to teach you the Bible like I'm, like I'm teaching it. Okay? Everybody has their styles and all of that, but you're not going to get this like I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you raw. I'm going to give it to you real. I'm going to give it to you truthfully. I'm reading it straight out the scriptures, straight out. As a matter of fact, I will tell you the books that I'm a cliff note, but remember, I'm going to always upload somebody reading it, but I'm reading it word for word. I read it word for word from um, first Kings, second Kings, word for word, rereading it. And I'm giving you commentary. Listen, you're going to learn something here. It's not all this stuff that you getting in church because it ain't real what you're getting in church. It ain't real. You got to get it from a true child of Israel. They're going to give it to you raw. Once they learn from the most high, honey, they're going to give it to you. They're going to give it to you. Uh-huh. They may not give it to you the way I'm giving it to you, but the children of Israel are going to be real with it. They're going to be real with it because it is what it is, especially when the most high is touching them and, and guiding them. Oh, they're going to give it to you. And this is simply for the children of Israel, straighten up your act, straighten up your act. Do you understand why you keep running in circles and why you keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result? Turn from your wicked ways, uh, children of Israel, turn from your wicked ways. We are in a time of repentance. 2023 is the time of repentance. Stuff going to go down 2024, stuff going to go down 2025, and the water's going to start boiling. And once the water is too hot, it's too late. I'm going to tell you, it's too late once the water gets too hot. Right now, it's just, it's, you, you, just the most high just turned on the fire. Okay? You're seeing things happening. You're seeing wars. You're seeing famines. You're seeing um, 
uh, all kinds of natural disasters. You're seeing Hawaii being burnt down. You're seeing all kinds of stuff. The Most High is allowing all this stuff to happen. Remember, his manifestations um, are in the form of natural occurrences. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. I don't care if somebody uh, said it or whatever the case is. His uh, manifestations um, unfurl as natural disasters. Understand it and know it. So that's it for this week. I hope that you enjoy your Sabbath. Please have the zeal for wanting to reach out to your father. Meditate on the word. Pray and ask for guidance and walk in the will. I'm sorry. Walk in the will of the most high. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your meditation. Enjoy this lesson. Enjoy um, just pondering over the word. Loving the most high. Loving on your family members. Giving the most high glory. Being thankful for this day. Because we don't, I mean, we have no idea how blessed we are. The Most High gives us the present of today. Okay? He don't have to. We're not promised tomorrow. Okay? We can't do nothing about nothing. Only ourselves. Most High is going to do what he need to do. So like I said, enjoy your day. And until next time. Hi. Trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. to hear the word of truth of the most high but you know what's better hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content you can also save a life by sharing this valuable content go ahead save a life today thanks Don't make me your guilty pleasure. Hit that follow button and make that commitment. You will not be disappointed. And it's free. It doesn't cost nothing to hit that follow. Thanks.